Backdoor cut. It's open. They get it to Areda, and the shot's going to be up and in. Asia Areda benefits from a great pass. Tonight, the Elm Creek Buffaloes travel east to take on the Kennesaw Blue Devils. High school basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Midfield with it on the right wing. They've been held to one three-point bucket. Give and go underneath, and the layup is good that time for Wyatt Hansen on the assist from Parker Midfield. This Saturday's doubleheader should be a dandy with all four teams rated in the state's top ten. It's the Buffaloes and the Blue Devils coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Kennesaw with KKPR Sports' Randy Bushcutter right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. The dream of every American. Well, welcome back here to Kennesaw for a great top five matchup in Class D1 boys basketball. Number four, Kennesaw at home against number five, Elm Creek. Earlier tonight, it was the Elm Creek girls picking up their 12th win of the year with a 51-39 win over Kennesaw. And they're hoping for the doubleheader sweep. Of course, Kennesaw hoping that home cooking will be what the boys need to pick up the win. This will be an up-tempo game. This will be a lot of fun. This will be a game where both sides really like to pressure the basketball. And both of these squads have had a lot of turnover from last year. Of course, Kennesaw, state runners-up a year ago. Elm Creek hoping to get back to the state basketball tournament. They have run into Kennesaw in uh, district action, either in sub-districts or in districts, in two of the last three years. And they're hoping to maybe set the stage for a little bit more success. And again, both these two teams are in pretty good shape when it comes to wildcard points. A little early to start talking about the wild card, but a win tonight against a team that you know is going to win a lot of games down the road, that would go a long way to helping you with your wild card. Kennesaw comes in 8-1. and one. Their only loss came in the second weekend of the season when they fell at Donovan Trumbull 61-50. to And the only loss so far for Elm Creek, who's 11-1, and one, came to Class C1 Cozad in the Elm Creek Holiday Tournament Finals. So both of these two teams have been tested. Both these two teams have played very, very well. Both these two teams like to score. They play good defense. And they look a lot like each other. And we're excited to bring the game to you here on Power 99. We'll step away for a moment and give you our starters here in uh, just a few minutes here as we will continue with the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry Jason Stark at Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We'll come back with the starters right after this. To be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. 
Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Kroll Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Kroll Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. Time now for a starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ian Carney will begin, first of all, for Elm Creek. They are number five in the state. They'll be in their road dark blue uniforms with the gold numbers, letters, and trim. Their starters are Troy Brummels, a 6'1 sophomore who averages 16.3 points and 3.9 rebounds per ball game. Karsten McCarter, a 5'10 junior, averages 10.4 points and 4.8 rebounds. Trey Miner is a 6'10, excuse me, a 6-foot-tall sophomore. That's where the 10 comes in, 10th grade. Trey Miner, a sophomore, 6-foot. He is uh, averaging 16.3 points and 3.9 rebounds. Gage Claybaum, 6'1 and a junior, averages 14.7 points and 5. Point eight rebounds, and Lane Gutswiller is a 5'6 junior, averaging 5.5 points and 1.9 rebounds. Now for the Blue Devils of Kennesaw. Again, only one loss on the season. They are number four in the state. Their starters are John Schuster, a six-foot-tall senior that averages 9.9 points and three rebounds per ball game. Sawyer Brumbob is a 6'3 senior, averaging 3.4 points and 1.2 rebounds. Parker Bitfield is a 6'6 senior who averages 15.2 points and 8.4 rebounds. Wyatt Hansen, 6'4 and a junior, averages 5.9 points and 8.3 rebounds. Ryan Denkert is a 5'11 senior who averages 10.7 points and four rebounds per ball game for head coach Jack Enrum. And that's your starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Earlier tonight, as we mentioned, it was Kennesaw falling at home to Elm Creek in girls basketball, 51-39. And earlier, over on the ESPN Superstation, a uh, split between Kearney Catholic and St. Cecilia. The Kearney Catholic boys won it 51-37, and the St. Cecilia girls with a 69-47 win. And don't forget, coming up next week, next Friday night, we'll have action for you from Pleasanton between Elm Creek and uh, the Bulldogs in what should be a great Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader coming up next Friday here on Power 99. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the opening tip here between Elm Creek and Kennesaw as we wrap up our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We'll step away, back with the tip right after this. 
The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest Hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. And welcome back here to Kennesaw. Elm Creek being introduced here, as we mentioned. They're in their road dark blue uniforms with a little gold in there as well. Elm Creek. And in between those two words, that's where their numbers are on the front. The Blue Devils will be in their home white uniforms. Got the uh, sleeves on the top that are blue. Sharp-looking uniforms. In fact, both these uniforms pretty good-looking set here. Both have different versions of blue in their school colors. And, of course, you may have heard about the uh, fans from Kennesaw that dress up every game in their overalls with the uh, blue and white stripes. Let's just say they stand out. Let's just say that as well. But uh, we're excited about a pretty good packed house. There's still some room here, especially on the Elm Creek side. But uh, Kennesaw has traveled pretty well. I mean, they filled the place up in their home floor, and uh, Elm Creek has traveled pretty well. It's pretty balanced uh, in terms of the size of each crowd. So we're excited to bring you what should be a great matchup. Top five teams. Number four, Kennesaw. Number five, Elm Creek. And a good early start would be important for both of these two two squads, but especially the visitors. Doing the jumping here is going to be Brummel's for Elm Creek, and it'll be Bitfield 
for Kennesaw. The tip in the air and will be controlled by Bitfield, which you would kind of expect with him being 6-6 and all. And it's going to be controlled here by John Schuster. Schuster will give here left side for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh throws right side for Schuster. Schuster's going to drive. His shot's going to be no good and rebounded by Brummel. So Brummel pulls down the board, and quickly here comes Elm Creek. Clayball has it, and will kick the ball back out. Top of the circle, McCarter. A little penetration, kick out. Here's the three by Miner, and it's good. Trey Miner hits the tray to get the ball game started, and Elm Creek with an early 3-0 lead, their first trip up the court. Denkirk will throw the ball left side here for Hanson, and they'll give it top of the circle here for Bitfield. Bitfield at 6-6, has the ball now on that left side, and he doesn't want to shoot over the top of Miner from out there. They'll get it out here for Denkert. Denkert back out left side for Hansen. Hansen backing in, working against Brummels. He'll drive. He'll get a bucket and a foul. And they're going to say that the bucket counts. The foul here is going to be on Brummels. That will be his first. They're going to say it's before the shot. That might be a bit of a break. So it will be Kennesaw inbound in the basketball. They give it to Hanson. Hanson will work back around the perimeter, giving it for Schuster. Back to Hanson on that right side. Bitfield sets a high screen. He wants the ball top of the circle. Staying right with him is Troy Brummels. Ball knocked loose. Tracking it down here is going to be Denkirk for Kennesaw. And now on the bounce here is going to be Wyatt Hanson. Hanson goes left side for Schuster. Schuster will dribble at the free throw line. He'll spin, and they're going to say he pushed off. John Schuster called for the foul, and that will cost him one foul and possession of the basketball. Kennesaw is going to go full court pressure here. Ball inbounded for Lane Gutzwiller. Gutzwiller will get the ball back out across the timeline, and he'll kick the ball here on that left side. Now driving is going to be Claybaugh. Claybaugh, a little runner up and good. Gage Claybaugh, a little elevation there in the lane. And is a 5-0 start for Elm Creek here in the basketball game. Right side, Schuster. Schuster throws between the circles here for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh, they'll help enter it inside here for Bitfield. Bitfield's shot is going to be blocked. Good block in there by Trey Miner, but it goes back out here for Schuster. And Schuster is going to shoot the three. That's going to be no good. But then a little runner in the lane will fall. And we've got a foul. We're going to count the bucket here as the loose ball was picked up. And Ryan Denkirk was able to get the putback. And now he'll go to the free throw line after Gage Claybaugh has called for his first foul. And Denkirk will go back to line. Well, go to line for the first time tonight for the and one. And it is good. So 5-3 our score. And Gutzwiller will bring in the offensive end. He gives for McCarter. McCarter penetrates, has a shot blocked, but there's going to be a foul on Denkirk. He blocked it up high, but he brought that hand down, and invariably when that happens, you send somebody to the free throw line, and that somebody is uh, Karsten McCarter. McCarter is 66% free throw shooter on the season, and he misses the free throw here. 33 of 50 coming into today's game. So he gets there, gets to the free throw line quite a bit. He's looking for his first point of the night. Second free throw is up and good. 6-3 here in the early stages. 
Directing traffic is going to be Denkirk in the offensive end. He'll throw it between the circles here for Brumbaugh, who will give it off here for Hansen. Hansen will throw the ball right side. Here's three for Denkirk. Off the iron, no good. Bitfield trying to come up with a rebound. Can't, and it goes off of his hands and out of bounds. And the Kennesaw fans are groaning, but that's the call I got. The officials are huddling up here, and they might be changing it. They are going to change it. So it will stay in the hands of Kennesaw. And again, I've always said, if the officials get together and discuss things, you never complain about the call because you got more than one sets of eyes on it. Schuster, between the circles here, is being pressured by McCarter, dribbling on that right side, and he'll throw a top of the circle here for Hanson. Hanson will throw left side. Not a great pass as Brumbaugh, by the time he caught it, was all squared up. He throws in the backcourt. It's going to be picked up here by McCarter. McCarter with the steal and the layup. Well, an errant pass, and it was just teed up there for Carson McCarter to pick up the loose ball and lay it off the glass for an easy layup. Lead back out the five here for Kennesaw, uh, for Elm Creek in Kennesaw. And top of the circle, White Hansen took an extra step. That's going to cost him the ball. Caught the ball and traveled with it as soon as he made the catch. So Carson McCarter, the junior, will give it to Lane Gutzwiller. And again, only a couple of, well, only one senior on the entire roster here for Elm Creek. Going to try to make some hay this year, but their best years might be down the road. Nice wraparound pass that Gutswiller had a little trouble with. And they'll throw the ball back out for Claybaugh. Claybaugh will shoot a three. It's off the mark and rebounded by Brumbaugh. So Brumbaugh comes up with it here, and he'll get the ball off on right side for Bitfield. Bitfield. Looks over the top of Clayball, works back around the perimeter with it now with Schuster. Schuster has it here for Kennesaw. Off of the screen, still has his dribble. Gives top of the circle here for Brumbaugh. Right side for Denkirk. Denkirk will spin, shoot over the top of Gutswiller. It's no good. And rebounded by Brummels. That was not an easy shot. And Brummels lost the ball. And it rolls out here. McCarter's going to save it, giving it back to Brummels. And across the timeline comes Elm Creek. Good pressure put on the ball there by the Blue Devils. Kick into the corner, three-pointer, good for Miner. Trey Miner strokes in his second tray. He's got six in the game, and Elm Creek's lead is now 11-3. And with the top of the circle here is going to be Bitfield. Bitfield will give it off. Three-pointer going to be no good, and rebounded by Claybaugh. Claybaugh comes up with it, still dribbling, dumps into the baseline, gives it to Brummels, back out here for Gutswiller. He's going to shoot a three. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Hansen, and on the bounce here is going to be Denkirk in the offensive end, giving left side for Brumbaugh. Kennesaw looking for some points here, has only one field goal. The ball is knocked out of the hands of Brumbaugh by McCarter, and Brumbaugh was the last to touch it, so Elm Creek will force the Kennesaw turnover. That was good defensive work. Brandon Newford checks into the game here for Elm Creek, another sophomore. And he'll dribble with that left hand, picked up there by Denkirk. And they'll give the ball back out here for Miner. Miner will drive. Miner will lay it off the glass and in. Trey Miner, you have to respect his three-point shooting ability, and then he drives past her just like that. He's got eight in the game. Cycling through here, Bitfield, but they'll get the ball top of the circle. Kick out here for Schuster. Schuster now with direct traffic. They'll give top of the circle for Denkirk. Bit, 
Bitfield makes the catch, and they're going to say that he was held as he made that catch. Well, he was he was airborne when he made the catch. I really kind of thought maybe that would be continuation, but as it is, Carson McCarter will commit the foul. Checking back into the game here is going to, uh, checking in the game is going to be Derek Goldenstein for Kennesaw. And they'll inbound the basketball for Denkirk. Denkirk will shoot a three. That's no good. And just running out of real estate there. Trying to come up with it is going to be Peterson. So basketball goes here to Elm Creek. As they throw the ball to Newfer. And Newfer will give it off here for Miner. Miner picked up defensively at Denkirk. Across the timeline. Kick into the corner for Newfer. Newfer is going to give it back out. Driving here is Claybaugh. Claybaugh loses the ball on the way up. But... It was knocked out of his hands from behind by uh, Tyson Denkirk. So it's going to stay here with Elm Creek. So they'll inbound on the baseline. Triggering it in is going to be Gutswiller. Gutswiller gives it off on that left side. Kissing it off the glass is going to be Robbins. And a timeout being taken here by Kennesaw. Off the inbounds play. Hans Robbins kisses it off the glass, and it's a 15-3 start here for Elm Creek in the basketball game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. We return to Kennesaw right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Again, our timeouts brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. 2.20 to go here, first quarter, and it's been all Elm Creek. 15-3, to they've got the lead. Kennesaw has the basketball. Ryan Denkirk across the timeline. Gives here on the left side for Parker Bitfield, who will throw a top of the circle here for Tyson Denkirk. And a backdoor cut as they get it to Parker Bitfield. He is fouled as he makes the catch. And so he'll stay here with Kennesaw. That'll be on Robbins. Hands called for illegal hands on that. Bitfield cycling through. They get him on the low block. He'll just put the ball back to the inbounder, Ryan Denkirk, back to Bitfield. Bitfield's going to drive, and they're going to say he pushed and did knock down Troy Bummels. So that will be a player control foul on Bitfield. Well, that's what you want to do. You want to get the 6-6 kid in foul trouble if you can. Again, if First foul of the game at the two-minute mark of the first quarter isn't foul trouble just yet. But it is progress in that direction. So ball inbounded for Karsten McCarter. He's picked up man-to-man by Denkirk. I'll give left side for Brummels. Brummels tries to get it inside. Missed the target. Trying to get the ball back is minor. And we got a whistle. Now it's going to be a hell ball. We get the thumbs in the air. And the possession arrow is pointing to Elm Creek. So they'll keep possession here, even though there was an error pass. The minor, very athletic play there because that pass was off the mark. He was able to kind of knock it down and then dive on it. First guy down usually gets the basketball, and it was a hell ball. 
Brummels has it, and his entry pass is going to be intercepted. Elm Creek turns it over. Bitfield came up with it. He'll dribble across the timeline himself, and he'll give it here for Denkirk. Over for Goldenstein, and a bad pass. Bitfield had to save it, and that'll be a Kennesaw turnover. Numbers here for the Buffaloes. They're slowing it down, though. Gutswiller is kicking it out. Driving here is going to be Newfer. Newfer will kick it out. Here's a long three by Miner. It's off the heel, no good. And Newfer got the rebound, but did he push off to make it happen? Got a whistle, and I think they're going to call Newfer for the push. Yep. Fifteen threes our score. Minute 23 to go here in quarter number one. And Elm Creek on the roll here in Kennesaw. Little get and go. They get it inside, driving up there, and laying it in is going to be Ryan Denkirk. Denkirk passed it out to Hanson. Hanson gave it right back to him, and they get a badly needed bucket. In the corner on the double here is going to be Brummels. Brummels throws down their left corner for McCarter. He'll give the ball back out here for Gutswiller, and Gutswiller will miss the target. Elm Creek will turn it over. John Schuster checking back into the game here for Kennesaw. Well, five starters, five, uh, four senior starters for Kennesaw. Only one senior on the entire roster, and he doesn't start for Elm Creek. Denkirk, top of the circle, throws it left side here for Bitfield. Bitfield's going to elevate. Shot's going to be no good, and rebounded by McCarter. McCarter pulls it down. He's going to lead the attack. He'll drive. He'll take it off glass. He'll kiss it off the glass and in. What a drive and shooting it over the top of Bitfield, who ran the floor nicely. Long outlet pass up ahead here for Hanson. Hanson shot off glass. That one won't fall. It's rebounded, and then we got a foul on the rebound. Brummels pulled down the board after the Kennesaw miss. And that is going to be a foul here on Kennesaw's Tyson Denkert. So four fouls on Kennesaw, five against Elm Creek. 23 seconds to go here. Quarter number one, and inbounding it is Gutswiller. He'll get it for Trey Miner. Miner across the timeline, working against Bitfield. And now they're going to milk the clock here a little bit. 14 seconds to go as they hand the ball to Karsten McCarter. McCarter uses it up, gives it right side for Trey Miner. Miner is going to back up. He's going to shoot a three. He's going to hit a three. Trey Miner strokes in the three-pointer. Two seconds left. Long pass up ahead. They run out of time, and that's going to do it. A 20-5 start to the ball game for Elm Creek. That's our score at the end of quarter number one. We'll return to Kennesaw right after this. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. 
Dowdy Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. See us at the Home Builder Show this weekend at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. Our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Kennesaw bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Well, Elm Creek, 8 of 12 shooting. Kennesaw, 2 of 11 shooting. Well, that's reflected on the scoreboard, 20 to 5 as we start the second quarter. And on the bounce here is Schuster for Kennesaw. He'll drive all the way in, pay, put up a tough shot. That's no good. Offensive rebound, that one will not fall uh, in underneath there for Hansen as he couldn't get that to go. And finally coming up with it is Elm Creek. Gutswiller helps bring it up court. They kick it back out. Three-pointer by Miner. Good. So Trey Miner will stroke in the three-pointer, and the lead now is 18 for Elm Creek early on in the second quarter. Schuster dribbles on that right side. He's going to hand it off here for Parker Bittenfield. They give it off here for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh, and we've got a moving screen on Wyatt Hansen. So Hansen called for the offensive foul. And Coach Enroom wants an explanation. He's getting it, but I don't think he believes it. Karsten McCarter inbounds the basketball, throwing it for Trey Miner. Elm Creek up by 18s. Got it on the dribble. Miner will flip off here for Gutzmiller. Top of the circle, they give it to McCarter. McCarter kicks in the corner. Here's a three by Gutzwiller. It's going to be no good. And rebound by Bitfield. So here comes Kennesaw, needing a bucket. And they'll throw the ball on the uh, right side here for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh between the circles for Denkirk. Denkirk will give it off off over here for Schuster. Schuster with the dribble. Law pass inside. That's an errant pass. McCarter knocked it loose, but picking it up here is going to be Schuster. Schuster dribbles, trying to pass it through the lane. It's going to be kicked there by Elm Creek. I don't know if that foot belonged to Brummels or Miner, but both of them were there defensively for the Buffaloes. So Kennesaw will inbound on the baseline, and they'll lob it in the lane here for Bitfield. Bitfield puts up a little runner. That's going to be off the mark, and Claybaugh will pull down the board. Still cold is Kennesaw as Miner's got it on the dribble. He'll throw it in the corner, and here's another three for Gutswiller, and that one is off the iron again. Brumbaugh pulls down the board, and Brumbaugh will throw the ball up ahead right side for Schuster. 6.20 to go here before halftime, and Gutzwiller is going to knock the ball out of bounds on that right wing. Checking in is going to be Tyson Denkert. He will come in here for Schuster. So Ryan will inbound it and get the ball to Parker Bitfield. Over for uh, Tyson, and we've got stoppage as I think they detected that there, there's some blood or an issue here with Hansen. So stoppage here for, for Hansen, and I don't see where the blood is, so it's about as minor as minor can be. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to Game of Life with two locations in Kearney. He kind of has a scratch on his arm, his right arm, and they have to take him out to attend to that blood. Ryan Denkirk is going to inbound the basketball to Brumfield. 
Brumbaugh, rather. Brumbaugh will throw the ball here left side. Driving is Denkirk, and Tyson isn't going to be called for the charge. He runs into Troy Brummels, and that's the second time that Brummels has collected a charge. That'll be the second foul on Tyson Denkirk. So with it here is Lane Gutzwiller. Gutzwiller will dribble in the offensive end. He has his pass deflected. Good hands there. Swatting it out of bounds is going to be Ryan Denkirk. And Hansen's actually sitting on the bench. I thought maybe he was checking in, but he's near that area after he had the blood attended to. Ball's going to be inbounded by Claybaugh right in the middle of the Kennesaw bench. And he'll throw it in the backcourt for McCarter. McCarter gives left side for Miner. Trey will flip the ball off to uh, Claybaugh here. Claybaugh back to Miner. Miner will drive. Miner will scoop. Miner will score. Trey Miner with a great drive again. He's got 16 in the game. And on the bounce is going to be Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh gives left wing here for Bitfield. Bitfield throws top of the circle for Tyson Denkirk, and they'll throw it right side for Ryan Denkirk. Ryan's got it. Miner's staying right with him. Denkirk, as they switch it, Brummels now will pressure him, and there's going to be a walk. Another Kennesaw turnover. Hanson back to action after having that blood attended to. They put a black bandage on that right elbow. And Derek Goldenstein going to check back in here for the Blue Devils as well. They've been held to five points. We're at the 522 mark here in the second quarter. 25 to 5. McCarter will inbound it and a timeout being taken by Tanner Cavaney. Five second count was going on. They inbounded it, but Cavaney wasn't so sure that was going to happen. So he calls the timeout with 521 to go. His team's leading it 25 to 20 here in Kennesaw. It'll be Elm Creek basketball when we come back right after this timeout. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Our timeouts brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Right now, Elm Creek is in the midst of a 20-2 run. It was 5-3 at one point. And since then, they're on a 20-2 run. Ball inbounded for Lane Gutzwiller. Gutzwiller facing some pressure by Tyson Denkirk. Brings it across the timeline. And he'll give the ball here on the right side for McCarter. McCarter's going to drive. Lost the basketball. It's rolling around. And Kennesaw comes up with it. Elm Creek turns it over. Denkirk's going to kick the ball back out here for Ryan Denkirk. Ryan will drive. Ryan will shoot. And he'll be fouled by Trey Miner. Miner picks up his first foul. Again, coming down. He would have stayed up high. had been fine. But come down like that, you get called for the foul. The guys get paid to play 82 games a year do the exact same thing. So don't criticize a high school kid for doing it. Denkirk will go to the line and will shoot two. And the first one is up. Hits the front of the iron and then rattles out. Denkirk, a 50% free throw shooter. 
It's only his 13th free throw attempt of the season. His second free throw is on the way, and that one is good. So he stays at 50% on the year. And it removes that five. It seemed like it was stuck for Kennesaw for the longest time. A drive here by Elm Creek. They're going to kick right side. Gutswiller's going to shoot the three. That'll be no good. And rebound is pulled down by Hanson. So Hanson pulls down the board, and they'll drive all the way in, and they lose the basketball, and that'll be a travel. Ryan Denkirk driving through traffic there. is going to be called for a turnover. Took an extra step going through the lane there. Carson McCarter is going to inbound. And five-second count going on. They were able to get it out to Miner. They actually got three on two numbers here. Driving his Miner. He's going to take it off glass. He's going to score. Wow. Gets so quick to that rim. He gets to the, to the iron very, very quickly. Miner with 18 in the game. A little pump fake here on the pass, and Ryan Denkirk almost drug that pivot foot, but did not. Ryan Hansen has the ball right now. He'll give it back out to Denkirk, and then the pass is going to be off the mark. That'll be another turnover. Ten turnovers on Kennesaw, two for Elm Creek, and they lead it 27-6. to We're at the 419 mark of the second quarter. Elm Creek will just bounce the ball over here for Gage Claybaugh. Claybaugh is about the third Buffalo to uh, bring the ball up court, and they're going to say that he carried the ball. And that'll be an Elm Creek turnover. He did. A lot of times with no pressure, the officials let him get away with them. These guys call a tight game. And with the basketball is going to be Tyson Denkirk. He'll give off here for White Hanson. Hanson loses the basketball, but Tyson's able to pick it up, and they'll give it to Derek Goldenstein. Goldenstein over here for Schuster. Schuster working against a little bit of uh, pressure by Neufer, and they'll give it a ball off the right side, and the shot's going to be blocked by Elm Creek. And then they're going to call a travel here. The loose ball was uh, picked up by Neufer. And we'll give him credit for a rebound, but they're going to say he landed before he bounced past it back out. So Miner with a couple of blocks here in the game. Denkirk has it on the baseline. Nice wraparound pass to set up Austin Peterson, and Peterson will get the bucket. Nice wraparound pass, and Peterson has his first point of the ball game. And now he'll pressure the ball as McCarter had it. And they'll get the ball down low and gauge Claybaugh with a little extra bunny hop. And they're going to call him for the turnover. So right now, Kennesaw kind of picking up the, uh, the tenacity just a little bit. The pressure on defense. They trailed last night to Lawrence Nelson before they kind of got it in gear and then end up winning fairly comfortably. They're going to have to pick up the intensity in this one as well. Schuster on the dribble, picked up by Claybaugh. Schuster with a spin off glass. It rolls around, no good, but an offensive rebound by Peterson, and then Peterson's fouled. So he'll get the rebound, and the foul is going to be on Claybaugh. That's going to be his second. Seventh team foul, but this will be two free throws coming up here 
for Kennesaw. And the free throw is off the iron here for Austin Peterson and no good. For Austin Peterson, he's a 25% free throw shooter. Two out of eight coming into the game. Checking back in is going to be Ryan Denkirk. He'll come in for Goldenstein. All right, Peterson, hand of the basketball again. And his free throw is good. So he's got three in the game. And quickly, Elm Creek brings in the offensive end. McCarter will stop at the free throw line. He'll kick right side for Hans Robbins, who came in during the free throws. They'll get the ball here right side for Newfer. Newfer gives inside, driving, flipping, and scoring is McCarter. That was off balance, hanging on the rim, and it falls here to make it now 29-9. McCarter was seven in the game. Pass top of the circle here for Wyatt Hansen. Hansen's going to drive, and he'll get the bucket. Wyatt Hansen, pretty drive there to get the score. And now on the dribble is Miner. Miner working against the pressure of Denkirk. Will stop top of the circle, give right side for McCarter. And they'll kick the ball back out here for Claybaugh. Claybaugh has it. Claybaugh's going to drive. Claybaugh will roll it over the rim. And it's in, and he's fouled. No, they're going to wave it off. They're going to say that that was a, a charge. So... Claybaugh with the player control foul. They'll wave off the bucket. I think that was Schuster that stepped in there to collect the charge. 2.10 to go. And Kennesaw with an unforced error. They're going to travel with it. So the game has had some intensity. The game's had some pretty good defense, and they played it at a very high level here. And the official the official that was talking with Tanner Cavani is coming out and talking with the other two officials. So they're meeting at midcourt right now based on something that Coach Cavani said to him. That's my assumption anyway. Gives us a chance to remind you that all the Internet streaming of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge Lexington. And in Lincoln, and Coach Cavaney looking for an answer to whatever question they had, and he didn't get the answer. McCarter will bring the offensive end. He'll kick into the corner for Robbins. Robbins gives it uh, back away, gets it back, gives it now top of the circle for Brummels. And we're going to have a little soft hand check foul called here on Kennesaw. That'll be on Wyatt Hansen. That'll be his second. Both teams in the bonus right now, so stepping to the stripe for the front end of a run and one will be Brummels. And Brummels on the year is a 68% free throw shooter. And the free throw is good. And I'm not sure who they're saying committed a foul or what have you, but they stop action here, so I'm not sure if the free throw counts or... Where are we at? And they're talking with uh, Kennesaw, so it's going to be Kennesaw that's committed an infraction here. And so they're calling a foul on the one-and-one. 
And so Brummels will have one more free throw coming up here. And I haven't seen the indication to the table on who they've getting the foul to. So they'll clear it off because there'll be another free throw. There'll be another one and one coming up after this. So Brummels with the second half of the one and one. Yeah, the free throw counts. They're just getting a verification. They haven't put the the point on the board yet, which the official scorekeeper doing it absolutely right. Brummel's second free throw is up, and it is no good. So I did not see who the other foul was on. They didn't put that up there, but the offended was Hans Robbins. So Robbins will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one. So I'm not sure who they called the foul on. And now Robbins will go to the line for the front end with a minute 59 to go. Strange turn of events. The free throw by Robbins is up. It's good. He's got three in the game. And a 20-point lead here for Kennesaw, for Elm Creek in Kennesaw. 31-11. to 11. Second free throw by Robbins is up. It is good. He makes both of them. And checking in for Elm Creek. Is going to be Newfer. Newfer comes in. Nice high five here for Hans Robbins after making both of those free throws, both ends of the one and one. And it's 32 to 11. Kennesaw quickly kicks it up court. Denkirk's open for three, and Ryan Denkirk hits a badly needed three pointer here for Kennesaw. So he drains the three pointer. Elm Creek on the drive here. That's McCarter. McCarter is going to kick it top of the circle for Newfer. Newfer gives off left side for Brummels. Brummels, nice little handoff for McCarter. McCarter's pass deflected. Ball's loose. Coming up with it is Denkirk. Denkirk's pass up ahead and trying to save it is going to be Ryan Denkirk, and he ran out of real estate. That's going to be, we'll just swap turnovers here. And Elm Creek will get the ball back. 91 seconds to go here before halftime, and we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Talk a little girls basketball, as well as give you our halftime numbers. Bring the ball up is going to be Carson McCarter. He'll give it off for Brummels on that left side. And the pass is going to be intercepted. Schuster comes up with it, loses the basketball, but then it's picked up by Denkirk. Denkirk's going to drive and then call for the charge. Stepping in to collect yet another charge is Troy Brummels. And so that'll be on Tyson Denkirk. And that's going to be his third foul. So McCarter will be handed the basketball here. And we've seen a lot of pressure by Kennesaw. But Elm Creek has handled it pretty darn well. Carson McCarter in the offensive end. He'll give the ball right side for Gutswiller. Gutswiller kicks left side for Newfer. Newfer is going to stop the elbow, and his pass is going to be deflected. Good hands there by Schuster. Schuster's going to drive. His layup is short and rebounded by Brummels. So Brummels will pull down the board after the Elm Creek turnover. And now with 45 seconds left, Tanner Cavaney basically says, let's milk a little clock here. Dribbling is Karsten McCarter. He'll back up so he's not closely guarded. Five-second count going on now. Now he backs up. And 
I think the five-second count's still going on. He's used up his dribble, and he walked, or there's going to be a hole. There's going to be a little touch foul called here on Derek Goldenstein. That'll be his first foul. And Karsten McCarter will go to the free throw line and shoot two because that's now ten fouls as a team. And the free throw is up. It is no good. And they're going to call a lane violation on McCarter. He missed it anyway. So, But now that can kind of get into a shooter's head. McCarter's second free throw is up. Hits the front of the iron. That one, too, is also no good. And rebound by Austin Peterson. So Peterson pulls down the board, and they'll get the ball here right side for Denkirk. 19 seconds left. Nice give and go as they get it to Bitfield. Bitfield had a little trouble handling it. Good job there by Clayball to knock the ball off of his leg, and that'll be a Kennesaw turnover. Karsten McCarter set to inbound it. Guts Willer checking back into the ball game here. And McCarter will inbound. And they'll get the ball to Guts Willer. Guts Willer dribbles behind his back. 13 seconds left. Brings across the timeline now. He'll kick into the corner. Here's a three-pointer, and we've got a whistle. They're going to say a walk on the catch. They're going to call Gage Claybaugh for a walk. I swear they blew that whistle before he even got the ball. Ball inbounded here for Ryan Denkirk. He's across the timeline. He'll flip the ball back out here for Schuster. Two seconds left. Schuster's going to drive off glass. Shot's no good. And that's going to do it. We head to the locker rooms. And Elm Creek in control here in Kennesaw. Our score, 32-14. to 14 As number five, Elm Creek has an 18-point lead over number four, Kennesaw. And we'll return with Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. With Air Scout Thermal Imagery, you will be able to quickly understand what is happening in your field. Developed by a farmer and made to work for farmers, Air Scout Thermal Imagery reads bare soil conditions and shows where plants are stressed. It indicates variation in your fields, helping you ground scout plant soil and water conditions with greater precision. Contact Nathan Maston with Flying M at 308-991-8126 or check out Air Scout online at airscout.com. Proud supporter of all area athletes, Flying M wishes everyone good luck in the game. Psst. Hey, right here, in the radio. Yeah, me. Are you one of those fans that heads to Amigos for a crisp burrito and ranch in any kind of weather? Well, then we've got a deal for you. Right now, you can get any crisp burrito combo meal for only 5 bucks. There's a crisp meat, crisp chicken, crisp pinto, and now two new flavors, bacon and buffalo chicken. It's all with Mexi fries and a drink, a hot deal that beats the cold. The $5 crisp burrito combo meal, it's at Amigos. 
And welcome back here to Kennesaw. We're at halftime. We're right now Elm Creek leads Kennesaw 32 to 14. And this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And earlier tonight, Elm Creek with a nice win at Kennesaw here, 51 to 39 in girls basketball. Kind enough to join us to talk about it is uh, the head coach of the Buffaloes, Mike Ford. And uh, coach, this is always a tough place to to, to win, and a, a nice win tonight. You know, I I uh, I uh, think you're exactly right. I I watch a little bit of film on these guys, and they don't lose at home very often, and, and certain uh, certainly shoot well here at home, and and uh, we were able to to keep them a little bit cold tonight and, and able to get a win. Well, and it didn't hurt that you guys got off to a quick start, too. You, you jump out to a 12-point start and, and kind of had that stiff arm the rest of the night. Yeah. It didn't seem like they got any closer than that. No, they uh, they uh, sat in the zone there for a little bit, and, and we were able to get a couple clean looks and, and uh, able to knock down a couple shots, and that did kind of give us a cushion for, for the rest of the, the game. Well, and I, you kind of mentioned it, too. You, they shoot the ball pretty well normally, but you held them under 28% shooting, according to my numbers tonight. You know, you take care of Schnitzler and, and Shukai, and, and they have a, a, a nice set of girls around them that are able to get those girls open shots. And um, if we were able to keep those girls from from knocking down a bunch of shots, um, uh, I knew that we were going to have a pretty good chance. And uh, just, I think defense, you kept them from being comfortable as much as anything. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. We were able to mix up just a little bit of pressure and a little bit of to sag to to kind of make them question passing lanes and. Uh, did, but still didn't give them very many clean looks, and, and uh, the ones that they did get, they, they just didn't quite go down. Yeah, and you had a little early foul trouble with Allie Bauer. kind of had to protect. I mean, you uh, you don't often see in the first quarter a head coach doing kind of an offensive-defensive substitution yeah. for a player. You know, she she picked up a weird first one, and then the second one was just a bang-bang play. And, uh, you know, kid, kids like her, they need to, to learn how to play through fouls, and I didn't like – I mean, I, I think she was only two minutes into the game. She had her second foul, but um, – she needs to learn what she's doing, what she's not doing, what the refs are calling, and, and she did a nice job. I think she ended up with two fouls uh, yeah. for the whole game. So uh, she was able to figure out what the refs uh, didn't want her to do, and she was able to, to uh, play a bunch of minutes for me tonight. And, and, the, and the game came to her yeah. because, again, she had a slow start but still finished with 17 points. Yeah, no, she um, she needs to continue to, to get better uh, at, at helping other kids find open shots and, and help our, our young kids. We've got a lot of sophomores out that are playing a lot of minutes for us, and and she's continuing to improve her game and, and help those guys be a part of what we get done. Well, that's good news for the folks over at Hastings College as well. Uh, Ashley Brown with a nice double-double. She finished with 12 points and 10 rebounds. It just seemed like the, she was always around the ball. You know what? She got out in transition, which you know we I love to see. Um, it doesn't happen every game, but um, you know we, we had a game against Axel the other night. She did a great job of, of finding basketballs on rebounds, but they, they were poked out. And I said, this is going to be your focus. It has to be your focus the rest of the season. You find rebounds, but you got to be strong enough to hold on to them, and, and she was able to do that tonight. You really got a nice uh, aspect to your schedule because you and Pleasanton, probably the two teams in the Fort Carney Conference, and you've got a full week to get ready for the Bulldog. You know, they uh, they have a lot of athletes, and they have a lot of weapons that uh, they're able to use and, and uh, make you feel their pressure for the entire length of the court. So um, we're going to have to to put together a, a good game plan because they are a a very nice basketball team. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see you. It'll be a Power 99 game for us uh, next week. What are some things, you know, you're kind of at that point where you've, you've polished things. You know, first part of the season, you're just trying to figure out what you got and you continue to work on things. But, again, you've got time next week to work on some stuff. What are some things you guys still want to improve on? You know, it's, it's just it's just 
trusting each other on the offensive end. We uh, um, just need to continue to get better with, with IQ and, and making easy passes. Tonight there was times where uh, we were, we were uh, looking at, you know, looking past an easy pass and trying to find a million-dollar pass, and a lot of those turned into turnovers. So those are things that we'll point out to the kids in film, and, and uh, um, hopefully they recognize that when we when we square up with uh, Pleasant next Friday. Well, another player I want to talk about real quick is Maddie Hollowell because, again, she, she knocked a lot of balls loose. Yeah kind of forced a lot of turnovers started a lot of fast breaks she's a kid that uh we didn't have her for the first five six games of the year and um she was out with an injury and so when when we got her back uh, i think it was a bertrand game we had two games before break um she just brings a level of of energy um to our defense and, and just experience she she's a bulldog she she doesn't she doesn't shy away from from taking the ball to the hoop and and but she has great vision so she's going to help help the ali bowers and the whitney bowers and, and some of those shooters uh you know find open shots and um, she kind of knows her role really, really well. She, um, she's, she's finds a couple points here and there, but she's a defensive player. But uh, when we ask her to, to get inside and get stuff done, she does a nice job. Hey, Mike, appreciate the time. Hey, Thanks. No problem. Thanks, Randy. Mike Ford, head basketball coach here for the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes. They win it uh, in a very impressive fashion here, 51 to 39, and Elm Creek leading in the boys' basketball game here in Kennesaw as well, 32 to 14. And we'll continue and give you some stats with the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report right after this. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. And welcome back here to Kennesaw. Let's check our halftime numbers for the uh, Blue Devils. Ryan Denkirk leading the way with nine points and a rebound. Austin Peterson has three points, two rebounds. And Wyatt Hansen with two points and three rebounds. That adds up to 14. They trail it 32 to 14 here in the first half. They're 5 of 21 shooting. They're shooting less than 24% here in the ballgame. Meanwhile, for uh, Elm Creek, 
Uh, leading the way for them is Trey Miner. He's got 18 points in the ballgame, has hit four three-pointers. He uh, has just been phenomenal. And Carson McCarter with seven points and a rebound. Hans Robbins with four points. And Gage Claybaugh, two points, two rebounds. Troy Bromo's one point, but he does have four rebounds. 12 of 19 shooting. Only 19 shots, according to my numbers, for Elm Creek. So they're shooting about 63% in the game. And they are four of 10 from three-point range and shooting four of eight from the free-throw line. Elm Creek has the basketball to start the second half. They also have a 32-14 to 14 lead as they get the ball in the hands here of Karsten McCarter. He'll give the ball left side for Gutswiller. And the pass back out is almost intercepted by Schuster as it goes out of bounds. For Elm Creek, they've got their starters out there. Just double-checking. Yeah, Troy Bromos, Karsten McCarter, Trey Miner, Gage Clayball, and Lane Gutswiller. Ball in the hands here of McCarter. McCarter... Gives it off here for Claybaugh. Uh, Brummels had it momentarily. Gives it for Gutswiller. Around the perimeter we go as Claybaugh has it. Gives it top of the circle here for Gutswiller. Driving now is going to be McCarter. He stops in the lane, and they're going to call a three-second violation in there. And I, so that'll be an Elm Creek turnover. For Kennesaw, starting the second half, John Schuster, Sawyer Brumbaugh, Parker Bitfield, Wyatt Hansen, and Ryan Denkirk. They're starters from the first half starting here in the second. Schuster will give the ball left wing for Bitfield. Bitfield over for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh watches everybody cycle through here as Elm Creek will pressure things man-to-man. Driving and elevating is Parker Bitfield. His shot won't go, and it's going to go off the hands of Kennesaw and out of bounds. So Elm Creek with the basketball and that 18-point lead. And again, you can't hit the panic button if you're Kennesaw. you still got plenty of time in this one. Gutswiller in the offensive end. Give us right side for McCarter. And conversely for Elm Creek, you gotta you got to be doing the things to get you the lead, including passing the ball here for Trey Miner. Miner's going to drive. His shot's no good. Offensive rebound, Brummel's. And Brummel's shot rolls around, won't fall. And finally pulling down the rebound here is going to be Bitfield. So a couple of pretty darn good looks, but they didn't get the shot to fall there. And now driving, shooting is Hanson. He'll scoop it off. It's no good. Saved behind the back by Miner into the hands of Elm Creek. So Buffalo's on the run. McCarter has it, puts it on the rim. That one won't fall. And a rebound taken out by Hanson. Now the lid is on. Well, the lid's been on that end of the basket all day today. A quick little drive here, and we've got maybe a turned ankle as they stop action here, and grabbing that uh, left ankle is going to be Schuster, and Schuster is in a lot of pain. Looks like maybe he turned an ankle, and hopefully that's as serious as it is. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to Game of Life, two locations at Kearney. They are attending to John Schuster on the court. We're going to step away for a moment with 6.16 to go here in the third quarter. It's 32-14. to 14. We've got timeout on the floor. We'll take it as well. We'll be back after this. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. 
Well, John Schuster has helped off the court. He is putting absolutely no weight on that left ankle, so I do not believe it. It looked like a badly turned ankle. Our injury report again brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to Cave Alive, two locations at Kearney. Ball inbounded. Driving here is going to be Ryan Denkirk. Shots on the rim. It won't fall. Bromos will pull down the board here. And uh, he'll throw the ball up ahead for McCarter. McCarter in the offensive end. Kennesaw scrambling to find who they need to find. And Clayball now has it on the right side. He's driving against Hanson. He'll elevate in the lane. It's rolling around forever. And the bucket is good here for Clayball. Nice little drive there to push the lead out to 20 again. 34-14. to 14. On the left side. Hanson's trying to enter it in. And we've got a foul. That'll be on Elm Creek. That will be on Claybaugh. And for Claybaugh, that's foul number four, so he's going to come out of the ball game. Hans Robbins will come in for him. Kennesaw inbounding on the baseline. Five-second count going on. They're able to find uh, Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh will put up a three. That's no good, and rebounded by two. That's Brummels. So Brummels pulls down the board here for Elm Creek, and they'll get the ball here on the right side. For Robbins. Robbins gives top the circle for Brummels. Brummels with a little spin, puts it on the iron, and it'll fall. Hit the, bund- the back of that iron, went straight in the air, and fell through the cylinder. Brummels with his first field goal of the night. He's got three in the game. With it is Brumball on that left side, and right there by McCarter, so they'll work back around the perimeter, and they get the ball here right side for Goldenstein. Goldenstein's going to lob it inside here for Hansen, and Hansen will get the bucket. Good work there by Hansen. Cut the lead back down to 20. In the attack mode is Gutswiller, but he'll kick the ball back out. Robbins has it right now. And now the handoff here for McCarter. For uh, Miner, rather. Miner will shoot the three. That's no good. And the loose ball is going to be picked up by Bitfield. So Bitfield will pull down the board after the missed three. And in the offensive end here is going to be Denkirk. Ryan Denkirk looking to lob the ball inside here for... uh, the big 6-6 kid, Bitfield, and they do get the ball into Bitfield, and he's able to take it off the glass and in. And the officials are going to call a little stoppage here, checking on something. And they've got a little blood here on Troy Brummels, so Brummels will have to come out of the ball game. So 6.27 to go here in the third quarter. And again, Elm Creek has uh, doubled up Kennesaw. It's 36-18. McCarter will inbound the basketball here. After the stoppage for the for the blood, they have to inbound it. That allows Kennesaw to put the press on. Miner's handling it by himself with the dribble. And they're going to say that he carried the ball. to go here in the third. And Ryan Denkirk in the offensive end. He'll get the ball here for Brumbaugh. And there's a possession, therefore there's a whistle. And that will be a uh, hold here on Brandon Newfer away from the ball. And they'll inbound on the baseline with 4.10 to go. 
Brian Denkirk will toss it in, and they get it to Bitfield, and Bitfield is fouled. So Bitfield will go to the line. Just a simple old inbounds play, and Trey Miner called for his second foul. He went right through the head of Parker Bitfield, and you hit a kid that's 6-6. People notice that. Free throw's good. That makes the score 36 to 19. Checking in here is going to be Troy Brummels for Elm Creek. So back to the free throw line. It is going to be Bitfield, the 78% free throw shooter. Hits both free throws. Makes it now 36 to 20. We're near the midway point of the third quarter. And on the bounce here is going to be Karsten McCarter. He gives right side for Gutswiller. Out left side here for Brummels. Good ball movement here as McCarter has. A little penetration. Gives it back out here for Newford. Newford had a little trouble handling it. And so they'll give it out here for Gutswiller. Kind of messed up the rhythm of that play. Penetration kick out for Newfer. Newfer on the dribble is going to hand off for McCarter. McCarter's going to drive. McCarter's going to scoop. McCarter rolls it around. It's no good. And rebound taken down by Bitfield. So Bitfield with the board. He'll lead the break on the way up. His pass is deflected. And tracking down is Brumbaugh in the corner. And they'll work it back around the perimeter. Goldenstein has it. Gives it off here for Ryan Denkirk. Ryan has used up his dribble. We'll give it now right side for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh, one-handed pass to Bitfield. Bitfield will post up. Kiss off glass. Good. Parker Bitfield now with six points in the game. 36-22. A little mini run here for Kennesaw. Cutting that lead down to 14. It was 18 a little bit ago. Still plenty of time. Entry pass inside, knock loose, but Elm Creek is able to track it down. Coming up with a great hustle there is McCarter. As Kennesaw just couldn't track it down as they knocked the ball loose. McCarter has it right side. He's going to drive, give it to Miner, and Miner on the way to the basket is going to be fouled. Miner wanted the continuation here, but they're going to say that the foul came before. Ryan Denker commits the infraction, his second of the game. And so on the baseline, it'll be Elm Creek inbounding it. Karsten McCarter will trigger it. They line up with the box formation. They'll just get it for Trey Miner. We'll give it to McCarter. Penetration kick out for Gutswiller. He's going to shoot the three. No good. Rebounded by Brummels. And Brummels will keep the possession alive. So on the bounce here is Elm Creek. Back out for McCarter. McCarter looking to Brummels on that right side. But Brummels will move. So they'll give it for Newfer. Newfer works around the perimeter left wing for Gutswiller. Gutswiller's pass is picked up by Brummels. I think it was actually intended for McCarter, but Brummels picked it up. And now they hand it to McCarter, and they'll set up the half-court offense here with 2.18 to go. They can afford to be patient as they get the ball here for Newfer on that left side. They enter it in, and they're going to call a kick on Bitfield. As Bitfield came up with the ball, and it looked clean to me. But it's going to stay here with Elm Creek. Gutswiller will bounce it for Newfer. Newfer's used up his build, his dribble, and it's going to be saved by Gutswiller into the hands of Newfer. Newfer's going to set up the offense, work it back around the perimeter. Miner has it on that right side. They give it to Gutswiller. Gutswiller's going to kick it out. Here's an open three for Newfer. It's no good, and rebounded by Bitfield. So Bitfield will lead the attack in the offensive end now. Denkirk has it. 
They get it to Bitfield. Bitfield trying to back in. They double-team him. They save it, but into the hands of Bitfield, and Bitfield going to be called for a player control foul. Again, falling down, collecting the uh, charge here is going to be Troy Bromels. I think that's the third charge that Bromels has collected, and I think it might be the second one that Bitfield, yeah, it's the second foul. Those are the only two fouls Bitfield has had have been player control fouls pushing down Brummels. So ball inbounded here for McCarter. He'll bring in the offensive end. Give credit for Brummels. He's figured out how the officials are calling the game and used that to his advantage. They give it right side for Gutswiller. Gutswiller for Miner. Miner will kick it out, and it's intercepted by Tyson Denkirk. Tyson's going to drive all the way in and score. Tyson Denkirk with the uh, steal and the layup after the... Good work there. Driving here is going to be Brummels. Brummels on the way in. They're waving it off, saying he took an extra step. Elm Creek turns it over. 1-11 to go here. Third quarter. 36-24. Lead's been as high as 22, I believe. Well, it's 12 now and potentially could be double digits as the Blue Devils bring the offensive end. Ryan Denkirk gives left side. For Parker Bitfield, skip pass, going to be deflected. Good hands there by Miner. Miner dribbling out with it is going to be fouled. And that's going to be a block on uh, Wyatt Hansen. The minor with 57 seconds to go, third quarter. Inbounds the basketball for Lane Gutswiller. Gutswiller in the offensive end, a three-on-two. is going to kick it left side for Brummels. Entry pass off the mark. Elm Creek turns it over. Here comes Bitfield and Kennesaw. He'll skip it left side. That's a long, high pass, and it goes out of bounds. Kennesaw will turn it over. So we swap turnovers, and Trey Miner will inbound. He'll give the ball to Karsten McCarter. Karsten's picked up defensively by Tyson Denkirk. He brings it in the offensive end. Not closely guarded at the moment. Now he is. Now he gets rid of it so he can work a little clock here. I think they might be looking for the last shot or at least close to it. Guts Willer will give the ball back out for McCarter. Five-second count going on, so he'll start the dribble. That'll restart that five. And now McCarter will dribble. Five-second count's going on here. And there is five-second call. Nobody came to help him. So 12 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And an opportunity for Kennesaw to cut in the lead a bit more. They trail at 36-24. And they'll just roll it out here for Ryan Denkirk. He's across the timeline, nine seconds. He'll drive, he'll fall, and they're going to call a blocking foul here on Brian. Brandon Newfer. And for Newfer, that's going to be his third. 6.5 to go. That is only the fourth team foul. They're going to have let him inbound the basketball on the baseline when the foul occurred above the free throw line. They're inbound in the wrong spot. That's going to benefit Kennesaw as they get an open three. That shot's going to be no good. And rebounded by Elm Creek, and that's going to do it. 
Well, the rebound by Newfer after the Kennesaw three-pointer rimmed out. Not a bad look there by Ryan Denkirk, but we'll head to the fourth quarter with Elm Creek on top of Kennesaw, 36-24. And we'll return here to Kennesaw right after this timeout. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Kennesaw is going to have to up the defense, and they're going to have to improve their shooting. They've done a nice job so far defensively. Elm Creek scored only four points in that third quarter. That defense is the key, though. Our seeds of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Regis and Todd Travis. Kennesaw with the basketball first. They drive in, and we're going to have a little hand-check foul called here on Elm Creek, so the ball will stay here with the Blue Devils. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Regis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Ball inbounded for Bitfield. His shot's going to be no good. And uh, rebound taken down by then, stolen away, and Bitfield puts up another shot. Can't get that one to fall. And it's going to be out of bounds off of Elm Creek again. So off the inbounds, they'll get the ball right back out here for Denkirk, and Ryan Denkirk's three-pointer is no good. Troy Brummel's screens Kennesaw away from the ball, and so Austin Peterson can't get there, so it will go here to the Buffaloes. After the missed three by Kennesaw, they're going to have to hit some shots. They don't necessarily have to be threes. Entry pass, and they're going to have a reach in here on Parker Bitfield. That's going to be his third foul. That'll be his first defensive foul. Then called for backing in against Troy Bromos a couple of times and a player control foul, offensive foul. Inbounding is going to be Karsten McCarter on the sideline. And he'll lob it, and uh, it'll be intercepted. Elm Creek with another turnover. Kennesaw with the opportunity here. Doors open for him a little bit. Goldenstein on the dribble. Gives it off for Denkirk. And Ryan will dribble all the way down to the baseline. He'll fall down. Ball's loose, and it's going to go out of bounds. As it hit Elm Creek, one of the Elm Creek players that was that had fallen down and was out of bounds. Reminder for you, our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. The officials finding a little uh, perspiration on the floor where the 
Buffalo fell down, and so that moisture has to be mopped up so somebody doesn't slip and get hurt. So they clean that up, and Denkirk will inbound the basketball here for Kennesaw. Slaps the ball, everybody moving. Can't find anybody to pass to, and they're going to call a quick five-second count. That'll be a turnover. So Elm Creek with the opportunity now to get the ball back, and they'll give it to McCarter. McCarter picked up defensively by Denkirk. Tyson Denkirk, 10-second count going on. McCarter's got it across the timeline. He'll kick right side for Gutswiller. Gutswiller, a little penetration, and now they'll work the ball back around the perimeter. They give it to Brummels. Brummels will get it down low for Miner. Miner with the shot on the baseline. That's too strong, and Bitfield will pull down the board. So Bitfield will back in. He'll kick the ball back out here for Goldenstein, and they'll work back around the perimeter as Denkirk has it. Ryan on the dribble. We'll throw here for Goldenstein. Goldenstein will get the ball back off for Tyson Denkirk. Now right wing. It goes over to Parker Bitfield. Parker's entry pass going to be intercepted. Brummels was right there. That'll be another Kennesaw turnover. And on the attack here is Claybaugh. Claybaugh's going to drive all the way in and get a bucket. Gage Claybaugh drew some body contact there, but no whistle that time. And it's now 38-24. First points of the fourth quarter go here to Elm Creek. They scored only four in that third quarter. So they've only got six here in the second half, but they still have a 14-point lead. Tyson Denkirk will kick it out. Here's the three-pointer by Ryan, and that three is no good. And the ball is going to go over here to Elm Creek. So Minder will inbound. In that sideline, and Denkirk, that's one of the toughest places to inbound the basketball. And they'll give it to Gutswiller along the baseline. Gutswiller, working against Goldenstein, brings it in the offensive end. And he'll kick the ball here on the left side for Brummels. Brummels will hand off to Claybaugh. Claybaugh's going to drive against Bitfield, steps through, and did he walk? Yes, he did. Got in the land of Giants there and just couldn't get his footing. And a timeout being taken here by Kennesaw. 5.37 to go fourth quarter. It is 38-24, a 14-point Elm Creek lead. Kennesaw with the ball and the timeout. We'll be back after this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Freezing Chevrolet is your one-stop shop. If you're looking for a great selection of both new and pre-owned vehicles, their neighborly sales staff are happy to help you. If you need parts, Freezing Chevrolet has one of the largest on-hand inventories of Chevy parts in Nebraska. And for service, be sure to bring your car in for anything from oil changes to engine replacements. For sales, service, and parts, visit FreezingChevrolet.com. If you're smiling while you're driving, Freezing is the reason. Freezing Chevrolet, just off Highway 6 in Sutton. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Well, internet streaming of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Earlier today on The Breeze, a doubleheader sweep for Adams Central over Donovan Trumbull. 
Lady Patriots uh, won the game with a jumper with 11 seconds to go. That one's nice and tight. On the bounce is going to be Denkirk in the offensive end here for Kennesaw. They trail it 38-24 and a three-second violation on Kennesaw. And again, one of those where the whistle blows and you look at the lane and it's empty. Ball inbounded here for Lane Gutzwiller. Gutzwiller working against Goldenstein. 5.18 to go. They give it off here for Troy Brummels. Brummels left side for Gage Claybaugh. Claybaugh with the dribble. And he'll dribble between his legs. And a nice dribble bounce pass inside for Brummels. Brummels shot not going to be good, though. And Hanson will pull down the rebound. That was a nice pass. And with no reward for it. On the baseline, Tyson Denkirk, he's going to drive and score. So Denkirk gets the bucket. And on the attack here is Gage Claybaugh. Claybaugh is going to be shut off by Hanson, so he'll set up a half-court offense. Gutswiller here for Elm Creek gives right side for McCarter. McCarter drives, loses the basketball. Another Elm Creek turnover. Another opportunity here for Kennesaw. And now another Elm Creek foul. That will be their sixth. That will be on Lane Gutzwiller. That will be his first, team's sixth. And Ryan Denkirk will inbound the basketball to Tyson. So Tyson with the dribble. Bounce right side here for Wyatt Hansen. Hansen looking inside for Bitfield, but they got him boxed in there. Gutzwiller doing a nice job of keeping him boxed in. They'll throw right side. Three-pointer here for Kennesaw. Going to be too strong. And a whistle on the rebound. That will be a push on Kennesaw. I'll be on Goldenstein. His second. Fifth as a team. And Trey Miner will inbound. They'll get the ball here for Carson McCarter. McCarter picked up defensively by Goldenstein. Brings in the offensive end. Still has that dribble. Will hand off to Miner. Miner will drive. Throw it on the baseline. They kick it out. Here's an open three. And good for Claybaugh. Gage Claybaugh drains the three, and Elm Creek now back on top by 15, 41-26. We're midway through the fourth quarter. Time running out here on Kennesaw. They'll get the ball left side for Denkirk. Ryan's got it, throws it for Bitfield. Bitfield backing in. Bitfield goes off glass, gets the bucket, and there's a whistle. And I'm assuming they're going to count this one. That foul will be on Claybaugh. That'll be his fifth. So, Bitfield with the bucket. Now he'll have the and one. So Tanner Cavani will uh, look up and down his uh, lineup and decide who to bring in there, and that'll be Brandon Newfer. And Bitfield will go to the free-throw line for the and-one opportunity, and he's a pretty good guy to get to the free-throw line. He's a 78% free-throw shooter. 32 out of 41 heading into today's game. Bitfield with eight points in the game. Also has eight rebounds. Three forty-four to go here as the free-throw is up and good. 
41-29. Brummels gets the ball, loses it, but right in the hands of McCarter. McCarter very quickly coming in the offensive end, and a timeout being taken here by Elm Creek. A lot of pressure put on the ball. Dribbling was McCarter, but they weren't able maybe to get to the 10-second line. So with 3.35 to go here, fourth quarter, timeout Elm Creek. They lead it 41-29 here in Kennesaw. Back after this. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Kroll Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Kroll Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Randy Bushcutter with our grand executive producer, Stacy Johns, back in the studio. 41-29 is our score, 3.35 to go. Elm Creek has led throughout this game, and they still lead by a dozen. And the ball is going to be inbounded on that far side by Gutswiller here for Elm Creek. And they'll get it off here for Carson McCarter. The pressure by uh, Kennesaw, that last possession, was, was palpable. And they force a turnover here. Elm Creek turns the ball over. And coming up with it is uh, on the attack here is going to be Denkirk. Ryan Denkirk will back in here a little bit. And he'll take it out now between the circles. As Elm Creek now is back defensively. We'll get it off for Tyson Denkirk. Tyson will throw it top of the circle for Hanson. Hanson gives right side for Goldenstein. Goldenstein will go in the lane. They'll kick the ball here left side. They need somebody to pull the trigger on a shot here. Hanson will work it around, and now Goldenstein will shoot the three. That's going to be no good, but an offensive rebound here by Hanson. So Hanson comes up with it. Hanson will step through. He'll kiss it off the glass. No good. Gets his own rebound. Kiss off the glass again, and he'll make the putback. And a timeout being taken here by... uh, Kennesaw with 2.45 to go. Timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. 41-31. 10-point lead for Elm Creek. They'll inbound. We come back after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Well, a 10-point advantage for Elm Creek. He had a uh, 23-2 run uh, in the late stages of the first half, the first quarter into the second quarter, but... They've uh, been they've been slowed offensively here since then. They had 32 at halftime and have only 41 now. So then, according to my math, they've only got nine points in the second half with 2:45 to go. It's a 10-point ball game. And Kennesaw defensively looking for the steal here as McCarter will inbound the basketball and they didn't get the steal. Dunkirk gets the Dunkirk gets the steal, throws it up ahead. 
And Denkirk, the Denkirk, will result in a free throw. Tyson came up with the steal, and he's able to get the ball over for Ryan, and Ryan will go to the free throw line. The foul on Trey Miner is going to be his fourth. And the free throw is good. So Ryan Denkirk hits the first of two free throws. 2.41 to go. Now things are getting interesting. Second free throw is up and good. It makes both of them. 41-33. Elm Creek inbounds the basketball. They give it for Newfer. Newfer will give it here for Gutswiller. Gutswiller brings it across the timeline. Gutswiller will kick here right side for Newfer. Newfer will hand off for Brummels. Brummels now with a handoff to McCarter. McCarter gives off here for Gutswiller. Gutswiller over for uh, Newfer. Now driving is McCarter. And again, they're just kind of playing keep away, looking to maybe spread Kennesaw out and then get an easy bucket. Right side, Gutswiller. We'll kick the ball for McCarter. McCarter will penetrate, bounce it out for Brummels, who was open for three, but instead he'll kick the ball out here for Newfer. Dribbling is Brummels. Brummels will get the ball to McCarter, and they'll commit the uh, intentional, non-intentional foul. Wyatt Hansen is going to be called for his fourth foul. That's now just six as a team, so they're not quite ready. No, check that. I was off by one. Wyatt Hansen has committed his fifth foul. So he'll come out of the game, obviously. Checking in for him is going to be Austin Peterson. So Gutswiller will inbound the ball, and he'll throw it over for Carson McCarter, who will bring it across the timeline. He'll work against Tyson Denkirk. They give it for Newfer. Newfer will hand off here for Brummels. Brummels gives to Gutswiller. Gutswiller is going to be fouled, and Gutswiller is the one that will go to the line as Derek Goldenstein is going to be called for his third foul. So the front end of a one-and-one coming up here for Gutswiller, who's a 63% free-throw shooter. And he hits the front end, which earns him the second end. 42-33, minute 48 to go. And he hits both of them. Gutswiller, his first two points of the ballgame come from the free-throw line, and they were pretty darn handy. He'll come out of the ball game as Hans Robbins will come in for him. Ten-point ball game. On the bounce, Denkirk. Ryan will spin. He'll drive the lane. He'll elevate. He hits it short, and it's going to be rebounded by Newfer. Newfer will pull down the board here for Elm Creek, and they get the ball to McCarter. McCarter dribbling around. We'll give the ball right side for Brummels. Brummels working against Bitfield here. We'll hand the basketball to Miner. They're trying to move so quickly that Kennesaw can't come up and commit the foul with a minute 22 to go. Dribbling is Miner. He'll flip out here for McCarter. McCarter on the drive. Double team. Gets the ball down low to Miner and he's going to get an easy bucket, an, an easy uh, foul as he caught it and they hacked him pretty hard. And he'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. Good entry pass. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Work a little clock and uh, get to the free throw line or Hit the, an easy bucket. They got it down to Miner. Miner misses the first of two free throws. 
Miner on the season, a 73% free throw shooter, so that's a somewhat of a rarity. Elm Creek is a team, good free throw shooting team. They shoot 67% as a team, but they miss both free throws here. And rebound taken out by Tyson Denkirk. Denkirk's going to drive all the way in. He'll elevate and score. He weaved around the defense, and Tyson Denkirk comes up with a big bucket. And a little reach foul called here on Parker Bitfield. So Bitfield commits his fourth foul with a minute one to go. And that will be now nine team fouls on Kennesaw. And Hans Robbins will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one. He's a 60% free throw shooter. And free throws good. Trying to push that lead back out to 10 with a minute one to go. Robin's second free throw is on the way. It's up and good. Denkirk brings it up, and Denkirk with an unforced error. They rolled it out there so the clock wouldn't start. And when Denkirk picked it up, he took an extra step before he passed the ball away. So Kennesaw will turn the ball over. It's just been that kind of day here for the Blue Devils. Both teams have not taken good care of the basketball. 21 turnovers for Kennesaw, 20 here for Elm Creek. Ball going to be uh, thrown in backcourt here for Carson McCarter. And McCarter on the dribble going to be fouled on the way up. Bringing it in the offensive end. That'll be 10 fouls as a team. First personal foul here on Sawyer Brum, uh, Brumbaugh. And so it'll be two free throws. And the first one is short for Carson McCarter. McCarter with seven points in the ball game. The second free throw is also short. And the rebound by Peterson. Pass in that left corner. Denkirk has it. Ryan has it. We'll give it to Bitfield. Bitfield back to uh, Denkirk. Denkirk for three. Off the iron and no good. And the ball goes out of bounds. Last touched by Kennesaw. Lane Gutzwiller checking back in with 41.4 to go. And it appears this battle of top five teams is going to be won by the visitors from Elm Creek. Ball being inbounded here by McCarter. He'll give it to Newfer. Newfer gives it to Gutswiller. He'll bring it in the offensive end. Gutswiller going to stop at the free throw line and kick the ball back out here for Newfer. They just want to play keep away right now. And it'll be Newfer that goes to the free throw line as he was fouled by Ryan Denkert. That'll be his fourth. Well, this game goes to overtime. I'm not so sure Kennesaw will have enough players. Newford to the line to shoot two. And the free throw is good. Well, in limited action, he was a 100% free throw shooter. Four for four from the line coming in into action today. Newford with his first point comes from the free throw line. And his second free throw is also good. 
Lead is a dozen. The time is 25 seconds left. We'll pass up a hit here for Brumbaugh. Brumbaugh is going to give the, to Bitfield. They'll shoot a three. That's going to be an air ball that is reeled in by Miner. So Miner will pull down the basketball. And Miner will bring in the offensive end. He'll dribble away. And Kennesaw will not commit a foul. So they'll be able to work the clock. They give it to Newfer. Back out here for Miner. Miner has the dribble. And the applause from the folks from Elm Creek is palpable. Elm Creek with a 47-35 win here in Kennesaw. They improved their record to 12-1 on the season. Kennesaw now 8-2, this top five battle, won by number five, Elm Creek. 47-35. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with our New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this timeout. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder-coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Time now for our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Elm Creek wins here in Kennesaw, 47-35. to Checking the numbers here for Kennesaw. They were led by Ryan Denkirk, who finished with 11 points and one rebound. Parker Bitfield had nine points, eight rebounds. Wyatt Hansen with six points, seven rebounds. Tyson Denkirk with six points and one rebound. Austin Peterson had three points and three rebounds. Kennesaw, one of their ailments tonight was uh, poor shooting. They were 13 of 43 shooting. They shot 30% on the game. They were one of 13 from three-point range, so they shot 7% from three-point range, but they were eight out of 10 from the free-throw line. They had 23 rebounds, but turned the ball over 22 times here in the game. And Elm Creek 
picks up a very nice 47-35 to win. Kind enough to join us to talk about it right now is Tanner Cavaney, head basketball coach here for the uh, Buffaloes of uh, Elm Creek. And, boy, you jumped out to a good early start and just kind of tried to squeeze the life out of Kennesaw from that point on. Well, uh, Trey Meyer came off on fire, and we found him a couple times in good rhythm. And, uh, yeah, we got off to a great start. And, uh, we didn't finish the game the way we wanted. I had a couple kids that were fighting some sickness tonight and showed a lot of mental toughness. Uh, there's a couple kids that got in a little bit of foul trouble. I couldn't sub them out. So uh, anytime we come to Kennesaw, it's a good win. So we'll take it. Yeah. After you got the lead, was it, especially since you kind of mentioned that your bench was kind of depleted a little bit for a couple of different reasons, was it the goal to kind of – Take the air out of the ball a little bit. Uh, not so much. We just we, we stood on offense. I think when when Gage got out, one of our one of our leading scores uh, and one of our kids we kind of looked to. We kind of were like, oh, you know what what's the next thing? And we got a couple brand new for Hans Hans Robbins or young kids, and they're they stepped up big there at the end, hitting a couple free throws. So uh, they're capable. We just get, they just got to get a little bit more confidence. Uh, we turned the ball over way too much. Uh, again, we got a little complacent with the ball and. We didn't adjust to some of the pressure stuff that they started to do to us. So we'll watch film. We'll get better from it. Yeah, it was, I, I had you with uh, 21 turnovers in, in the game. Yeah, it's too many. Um, and we, we probably averaged about 15. That's probably two things on us that uh, that we got to improve on. We just got to play a little bit bigger and, and not turn the ball over. I mean, if we don't turn the ball over uh, 10 times, that's probably another like, you know, 15, 20 points for us. Yeah, but again, that, that good start. And again, talk a little bit about Trey Minor. He hit four three-pointers. It seemed like all of them came in the first about 10 minutes of the basketball game. And he was one of the kids I'm talking about was tough. I, he, he was sicker than a dog yesterday. And, and uh, um, he, he came out and, and played really well. And he, when Gage got in foul trouble, well, I don't know if I took Trey out of the game. And, and they started face guarding him and doing some different things on him defensively. And and he really toughed it out. He looked at me one time and said, I need a blow. And I'm like, no, I can't do it right now. And he just looked at me and said, yeah, I got it. We're good. So uh, a lot of mental toughness by, you know, a pretty good sophomore basketball player. How important is a win like this on the road? Oh, it's... it's I mean, it's not conference oh, and all the other stuff. But, again, it, it does well, kind of make you believe in yourself uh, a little bit. Well, it's, I mean, Kansas used to be a conference school, so I've never looked at it any differently. Um, yeah. I'm glad that when they left the conference, they kept us on the schedule because we just have some, we've had some phenomenal basketball yeah. games. And, yeah. and, uh, and Jack is a phenomenal coach and does a great job. So um, whenever they come to our place, whenever we, we come here, it's just, it's just a really good basketball game. So there, it, there's times tonight I thought it was a little slow and a little sloppy, but um, there's two pretty darn good basketball teams battling it out. So we we're, we were fortunate to come on top. Yeah, it was a pretty gritty deal. Uh, Tanner, congratulations. Appreciate nice it. win. Tanner Cavaney, head basketball coach for Elm Creek. They win it by a final of 47-35. to 35. We'll step away for a moment. We'll talk with Jack Enrim, head basketball coach for Kennesaw, right after this timeout. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. And welcome back here to Kennesaw. Tough night here for the uh, number four Blue Devils as they fall to Elm Creek 47 to 35. Kind enough to join us to talk about is uh, Jack Enram, head coach here for Kennesaw. And we were kind of talking before we got on the air, mm-hmm. coach. You guys, yeah, it was just cold to start the basketball game for you yeah, guys. Yeah, their defense was really good in that first half. And uh, we just couldn't really get any good looks. And then I think we got a little tired in the second half and didn't knock down a few of them that we usually make too. So. Uh, hats off to them. They did a great job. Uh, their defense is better. You know, I know they get a lot of credit for their offense, but their defense is really, really sound. Yeah. Overall, though, thirty. You only shot thirty percent on the on the evening. Yeah. I mean, that's how cold you were in the first yeah. half. Yeah. And the kids, we were getting kids taking the right shots. We just weren't making. We missed a lot of bunnies inside in that mm-hmm. first half. And you got to make those. And we've been missing a lot of those the last couple games, and it's kept made our games a lot closer than they they really are. And I don't know, we got to do something different in practice so we start making them, maybe get the arm dummies out from football and start pounding them a little bit when they take the shot. But our kids, their effort with tonight was great. I think we limited them 16 points in the second yep, half, yep. kept ourselves in the ball game, made a little run there, and just kind of ran out of gas a little bit, and then they hit some shots. So Yeah, I mean, you, you guys cut it down. and In fact, you got it down to nine Yeah. at one point. You had nine and the ball. And but, the ball, yeah. But, again, turnovers, I think, was another major issue for you guys. Uh, I had you guys with uh, 21 turnovers. Yeah, we that's that's you know unheard of for us and that that speaks well of their defense too but we were rushing things we were really trying to get in a hurry instead of reversing the ball a little bit uh we've been working a little bit on going back back picks and stuff and we just don't utilize it very well that's something we're gonna have to get better at because teams are overplaying our ball reversal and uh we got to go back door and we got to throw it to them we're going back door but we're not throwing them the ball and they're Mm -hmm. open because you know, with Parker in there, everybody's helping off the weak side, and when we get ball reversal, there's no help there, but we got to throw the ball to them. It, you had plenty of time, but you were down by 20 points yeah. about midway through the second quarter. Yeah. You know, so you don't really need to panic, but it almost seemed like maybe some of the guys did. Yeah, I think we did a little bit, and, uh, you know, we're a veteran team. We shouldn't do that, so that's that's kind of on me. I thought we were prepared for that, and we we just didn't execute it very well, so... We're going to go back to work uh, next week. Hopefully, John's going to be okay. You know, rolling his ankle, yeah. that, that hurt a little bit too. But I don't, I don't think that had anything to do with the outcome of the game. But, um, you know, we got some big games coming up. We're going to try to get ready for those next week. We play Franklin, and then we play a good Pleasanton team here at home. So, mm-hmm. uh, how bad is the injury to John Schuster? Uh, it doesn't look real bad right now. It's kind of a lower ankle. It's not a high ankle sprain. It didn't look like okay, so. That's good. He sprained that ankle before, and sometimes you can come back from that a little bit better. Uh, we're gonna ice him down and make sure we get some ibuprofen or something in him, and hopefully he'll be uh, be ready to go another week. I don't know if he'll play next weekend, but he should be ready the week after. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, those can be kind of nagging if you don't yeah. if you don't take care of them. Yeah. I'm like I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you've got a little time before you play next week. You, you have some yeah. practice, and again, uh, you, you lose a heartbreak. You, you lose a tough one like this against a pretty good team. Yeah, you're veteran enough. I think the kids are going to learn a lot of things. I think maybe we'll see a different yeah. basketball team by the time you guys roll around on Friday. Yeah, I hope so. I, uh, you know, we, we start slow. I don't know what the answer to that is. We've changed a little bit of our 
our warm-up, trying to get a little more, you know, energy at the beginning, and that hasn't worked. So uh, we're going to try to do some things different in practice maybe so we get after it a little bit more early in practice, and uh, maybe that will set the tone. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to try some different stuff. So, Well, the good news is uh, you had a nice comeback last night and yes. ended up controlling the things. You had a comeback here today. I mean, obviously you don't want to have the slow start, but, yeah. you know, it, it does give them maybe a little bit of confidence when they do fall behind. Yeah, and one of the things I really told them in the locker room, you know, our three kids that come out the bench, a freshman and two sophomores, they played really, really well tonight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them's probably going to have to step up if John can't play because, our other senior, No Bells, rolled his ankle last night in the Lawrence Nelson game, so I don't know how, how his going to be. His was pretty sore tonight, so I didn't play him. But, uh, you know, Tyson Dankert stepped in there, Derek Goldenstein and Austin Peterson just played w- really well on the post. And as soon as uh, we get a little more faith in, in Austin in that post and throwing the ball a little bit more, I think we're going to score a few more points in there because he can score inside there. we got to get him the ball a little bit more. Well, you get him in the post and uh, you, you you double that up there with Parker Bitfield and yes. you got a nice little uh, two-headed monster in the lane. Yeah, and Wyatt played well tonight. He just worked his tail off, but, you know, kudos to them. Ryan Dinkert, you know, he kind of shut the minor kid down that second half a little bit because we just said deny him the ball all the time. We're not really boxing one. We don't play much zone, so uh, that wouldn't have worked out so well. But uh, we just put Ryan on him, and I don't think he touched the ball hardly at all in the third quarter, if yeah. maybe one or two times, and he cut down the di- driving lanes. And you know, I know it was in a losing cause, but the kid did a great job. Well, sometimes what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yes, so this could right. be that could be what happens with this game. Yeah, I think so. All right, Jack, appreciate the time. You bet. Good luck to you down the road. All right, thank you. Jack Andrum, head basketball coach here at Kennesaw. They fall at home to Elm Creek 47-35, to and we'll check our final numbers right after this. Gary Michaels Clothiers has the perfect look for you. Select any two items at regular price and receive the third free. Some exclusions apply. Entire stock, suits, sports coats, dress shirts, ties, shoes, belts, from sweaters and quarter zips, buy two, get one free. From Tommy Bahama, Southern Tide, St. Croix, Enroe, Cutter, and Buck. Ladies, all fashions, buy two, get one free. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings in Kearney. Buy two, get one free event happening now. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. And welcome back here to the post-game show brought to you by... New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery. We have not given you the final numbers for Elm Creek, so let's do that right now. Trey Miner finished with 18 points, a couple rebounds. Gage Clayball had nine points, three rebounds. Karsten McCarter, seven points and a rebound. Hans Robbins, six points. Troy Brummels with three points and seven rebounds. Brandon Newfer had two points and three rebounds. Lane Gutzwiller with two points and a rebound. Unofficially, 16 of 33 shootings, so they shot 48.5% in the game. Didn't get up that many shots in the uh, third quarter where they scored only four points because they turned the ball over 22 times in the game. But they shot the ball well when they got the shots off. They were 5 of 14 from three-point range. That's 35.7%. And from the free-throw line, they were 10 of 18. They uh, rebounded the ball 17 times, so they did lose the uh, rebounding battle to uh, Kennesaw 23 
to uh, 17. But again, both these two teams are right around 21 turnovers in the game. So that's something that both these two squads are going to want to clean up down the road. But still, in a top-five matchup, Elm Creek with a nice win on the road here at Kennesaw, 47-35. to The girls from Elm Creek also with a win, 51-39 to over the Lady Blue Devils. Both these two teams will uh, have a little time to, to get ready for action down the road because they now will have until Friday before they play again uh, for Kennesaw. They will be traveling to Franklin on Friday night, and in a game that will be heard, a doubleheader that will be heard here on Power 99, it'll be Elm Creek taking on Pleasanton up in Pleasanton next Friday night right here on Power 99. I'm Randy Bushcutter for our engineer, Stacy John's back in the studios. Thanks for joining us, and good night, everybody. To be a Platte River Prep School sponsor, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Plum 30 KHIS. KSS Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5 Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is a Classic Hits 98.9 FM Hot Wax Weekend on KKPR Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Classic Hits Power 99. Here's your Tri-City.